When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to the 200th episode of Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here, as always, with my trusty, amazing co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Congratulations on 200 episodes. Congratulations on 200 episodes. As your prize or as your reward or gift, your congratulatory gift, I have delivered six chickens to your home. <laughs> and I I thought that we could name them together. Oh, okay. What are we gonna what do you have any ideas? Yeah, like Topanga, Corey, Sean, Eric, um, Mr. Feeney, Mr. Chicken. Mr. Chicken? No, it has to be Mr. Feeney. What's wrong with you? Mr. Feeney is the one that looks like in charge. Yeah. I, like, yeah. Mean to the other chickens, probably. Actually, yeah. aren't chickens all girls? Like roosters or boys? It doesn't matter. You can name your chickens whatever okay. you want. It's true. Any name is any gender because gender is a construct. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Tommy. We're here. And and we're covering the finale of season five, which is super exciting, called Graduation. They're graduating. And we definitely couldn't do this alone because this is a really big episode. So we needed somebody who's been with us since like the beginning to come on and talk about graduation with us. Cody Patterson. Cody, how are you? Hey, I'm so honored to be here. I'm so excited. This is a, a huge, huge moment in Boy Meets World history. I did want to say, now you kind of you kind of jumped the gun and said 200. I was going to say congrats on doing 199 podcast, but this podcast is optional and it's for no credit. Oh, <laughs> no. All right, then I'm leaving right now. Bye. Yeah, we're not getting credit. We're out of here. Yeah, this is very exciting <laughs> to have you on, Cody. You have been here since I believe the very 
beginning and you've been such a great support system. I'm so glad that we're celebrating 200 episodes with you. I can't believe we're graduating together. Mm-hmm. Um, should we play that vitamin C song, the graduation song? Well, the, as that? we go on. That one? We remember. Cody, yeah. did you do you remember that song? I know that you um were not as uh, into the late aughts graduation as us but no that that was kind of after my time so yeah i'm, I'm enjoying it through you all though it's a well, good song yeah, it was what a is your graduation song uh oh shoot uh so that would have been 1996 um and i don't even remember what songs were out in the 90s uh so you had like you know so there's a bet midler song that was out uh, what were the pop what were the top songs in 1996? Let's I don't even remember. Pop songs. So. Pop songs. Thank yeah, you. Now we're going no back diggity. Oh my yeah. god, can you imagine walking down the graduation like <laughs> page with like I like the way you work it. No diggity. Like, yeah. come on. Come on. Or maybe now. it would be it's all coming back to me now by Celine yep. Dion. Like, oh, yep, you're leaving. Yep. It's all coming yeah. back to me now. All what the about good times we had? What about wannabe? If you wanna be my graduate. You got to move that tassel over. Like, you can make it work. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. All of those could be right on the playlist. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The Macarena as well. That one's a little bit. It's just like, you don't know the words. That's like, like, no one. All you know is the, eh, hey, Macarena. <laughs> I remember doing the Macarena many, many times in, you know, dances. You know, talked about the prom last week. So, mm-hmm. you know, the prom, you do the Macarena. Yep. All those would be great, great graduation songs. Yeah. Um, what a, what a big episode. I gotta say, like, none of, like, the cameos were super fun. I think that's, like, the most notable thing, obviously, beyond the, besides the very big ending twist. Um, but, like, it's a bit of, like, a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a bit of a sneaker episode, like, a sleeper episode. Like, it's not really, there aren't, like, these huge moments besides the cameos up until the final few moments of the show. I don't know. I didn't like hit me the way I thought it was going to, Sarah. Well, I totally have revisionist history in my mind about what happened in this episode. I was, if you asked me last week, I would have said Corey proposed to Topanga because in my memory, I swear that was the case. Um, We got that Mandela effect going on again, but yeah, there was a lot of exciting moments. I think that Minkus was probably the highlight they really got their 10 minutes worth of minkus they like squeezed it all for what it's worth and that was really exciting and obviously the end was uh but um i think that if it was not for the surprise engagement at the end would this be as infamous of an episode as it is Cody, I don't think it would be like, sure. We have some fun guest stars who come back. Like Sarah said, Minkus is probably like my favorite part of everything, but I don't think it would be a big episode for the show. Uh, yeah, I could, I, I agree with you. And I was talking, I was explaining to my wife that I was coming on and talking about the graduation episode and she completely didn't remember it. And I said, that's the, you know, the one where Topanga proposes to Corey and it was completely, mm-hmm. she's a huge Boy Meets World fan and even it was lost on her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, other than the Vinka showing up, Joey and Frankie showing up, there's really not a whole lot going on like in the middle of this episode. 
Yeah, exactly. But let's let's dive in because there there is a bit to go over here. Um, we start out in John Adams High, of course, and they have their yearbooks. Corey and Sean is like they're like getting signatures from people. Um, and like Corey is that guy, Sarah. He is that guy who wants like everybody to sign his yearbook, even if he's not friends with them. Yeah, you it, it's kind of like there's the type of people that see it as basically a checklist where you have to get every single person, every single teacher. And if you don't do it, then it's not complete. And then there's the people that really just want their friends to sign their yearbook. Uh, and I think that, I mean, senior year, it's kind of like all, all bets are off. Like all animosities are behind you. It's just time to move on. You get everybody to sign your yearbook senior year of high school. Do you, Cody? Do you get everyone to sign your yearbooks? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know a lot of a lot of schools give out their yearbook before the end of the year. Our school actually didn't finish the yearbook <gasps> until the summertime. So Why the you didn't get your yearbook on your senior year? Are right. You kidding? And, and, and the reason, and I was on the yearbook staff. So the reason for that was they wanted to include the graduation in the yearbook. That's so silly. So, so you don't get your yearbook until actually like the fall of the you know, after you've left. So they, you know, for those of us that graduated, it's mailed to you. Um, or That's you come ridiculous and get it. Because that, you're supposed so. to get see for me, I was not I was not the Corey. Like I didn't care about randos signing my yearbook, but I did want my friends to sign my yearbook. And it was like your BFF got a whole page. Like mm -hmm. I was the Corey in that situation where your BFF got an entire page. Other people you didn't really care about. You gave like certain sections to your favorites. It's kind of like the top eight of MySpace, if you will. Um and Sean just, like, does not care. He does not care about the yearbook situation. He does not care about really graduating. He's just, like, not into it. He just wants to get it over with. If I'm Sean, I kind of get it because everyone's talking about yearbooks. Everybody's talking about class rings. Sarah, those were very expensive when I was in school. Like, you did, weren't just given those things. You had to pay for them. And I feel like Sean wouldn't be able to afford either of those things. Um... For us, class rings, you did have to pay for. In terms of yearbooks, they should have been free. They That oh, should course. be in your class dues. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if you would class have to dues. Pay. Yeah. I okay. know we had class dues in public Jer school. Jersey does it differently. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but you, they are paid uh, by... I don't know. They're paid by somebody. I don't remember who, but they're paid by somebody. You don't have to pay. Class rings, yes, they're expensive. I have mine still. I'll go grab it. It's in that my jewelry box back there. But uh, I mean, class rings were a very big deal. Yearbooks, we got the week of. You had everybody sign it. The week of graduation, that is. Mm -hmm. um, the, the week of graduation, I can see why Corey is so excited because it is something to get very hyped up about. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's exciting. It depends on the type of person you are, though, I think, as to whether or not you're going to find it exciting. I have a class ring. Like, I wore it when I graduate, like the year that I graduated and then never again, Cody, like, does anybody wear a graduation <laughs> ring that long after you graduate high school? Uh, not high school, but I do know someone that graduated college and she, she still does wear hers. Uh, well, maybe college is different then. Yeah. I don't, I don't even know. fucking ring that ever existed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even oh, know where mine man. is. I think I lost mine probably, I don't know, 15 or 20 years ago. I don't, 
I have no idea where it went. Who do you mm-hmm. like? Who is still wearing their high school class? No ring? one. That's the whole yeah. point. It's like so expensive, and you're never gonna like wear it again. So is the problem. Yeah. So mine is aquamarine because uh, it's my birthstone, but also our school colors are blue. It's a starburst setting, which I was very or like uh the the stone was starburst. And I loved stars, so that was a big deal to me. Then it says Sarah, just in case I forget my name. And then... (laughs) So so everyone knows who the owner is. Yeah, and then it has uh, Pisces on it, because I'm a poser. And then on the other side, it says 2007. And then it had... I chose the arts, because I was an artsy bitch. And then on the inside... It has my uh, 18-year-old signature, which is pretty rough. Uh, And it still fits. So yay for me. And um, yeah. Uh, Maybe it is cute. Hold on. All right. (laughs) Anyway, moving on. So yeah, so Sean's not super into it. And that's when Corey points out Frankie and Joey. And so there is Frankie and Joey. We have not seen them in quite a long time, Sarah. And I think the problem that I had here, Frankie, for, I gotta say, Frankie with the short hair, I'm feeling it so much better than the ugly long hair he had. Um, they're finally graduating. They make a joke. Oh, it's been eight years. And they were originally what? They were like four years like years older than Corey and Sean or something like that right weren't they like seniors at at least yeah yeah so this is silly um and so Frankie's like this is it good friend Joey our last week as as juvenile delinquents um and they want to be criminals and then Cody this to me then didn't feel quite right because Joey left the show before um before Frankie did and when Frankie stuck around he was like actually pretty friendly with Corey and John. And so it felt really weird to me that suddenly he was like the enforcer again with them. Yeah. This did seem a little odd that they, that they decided to go back to this, this character of being the enforcer, not really being a, he wasn't a bully in this episode, but just, you know, he's, he's stealing other people's or sorry, appropriating other people's yearbooks uh, and also asking them, when are they going to leave? When are they, or when they're not going to be home and give them their address. But, when they were when when Joey left, Frankie was all buddy buddy, uh, especially even with what Eric was he friends with Eric at that time? Yeah, yeah. As well, yeah. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me. Like I I like the I like bringing them back. Don't get me wrong. I guess they kind of had to do it though, Sarah. If you're gonna bring back Frankie and Joey, you have to have them be buddy buddy, and of course they're gonna be like trying to shake down Corey and Sean. Yeah, maybe the thing is, is that Corey and Sean stopped hanging out with Frankie. So Frankie reverted to his old ways Ah, and started hanging out with Joey again and causing mischief and stealing people's yearbooks, even though they're free, as Corey and Sean said. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So they stole them. Um, And so then they like they want Corey and Sean to write down their addresses um, and also, like, when they're going to be home and they're not going to be home if they have a big dog. <laughs> um, and this is, like, pretty much all we get from them where they're like, oh, always stay friends. And Frankie, like, slaps the back of Corey so hard. Um, he's like, we like to think of ourselves as the Corey and Sean of the underworld. Uh, and Joey really wants to be Corey. Cody, do you think these are apt comparisons? Would Joey be the co- uh, Corey in this situation? Uh, I don't think Joey would be the Corey. I think Frankie would be more the Corey. Joey's 
Joey's more of the the Sean in this. But the question I had for you all, which one of you is the Corey and which one of you is the Sean? Oh gosh, interesting. Well, like I'm more of the Corey, probably. You think that you're more? Why? What makes want you the, to be? What makes you the Corey? So. What do you mean? Well, we already have established Corey is definitely a Leo. Actually, I'm more of a Topanga than I am a Corey. But no, that's not an option, Jessica. Okay, fine. If we're picking between the two, I would say I'm the Corey because I like have the more Leo energy that Corey does. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that Sean is a bit more emotional, which fits you mm-hmm. a bit better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I mean, I don't know, like I'm not really like either one of them, but if I had to pick, that's what I would pick. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah, that sounds about right. I yeah. suppose. Like Corey is also like a goody goody. And I, I mean, I definitely was a goody goody when I was that age too. So I feel like yeah, I'm the tracks. I think I'm a goody goody now. Now, but not when you were a kid. No. Yeah. It's- and so if y'all are the Corey and uh, Sean, I guess that would make me Minkus. Yeah, you're <laughs> Minkus. Or you can be Topanga. That's fine, too. Why does he get to be Topanga? I want to be Topanga. No. <sighs> so mean. It's our 200th episode. Can't you be nice to me on our 200th episode? Yes. Anyway. Um, and so Corey says, look at, like, you see how important everything is? Like, we're saying goodbye to people we won't see again. Um, we're saying goodbye to people who've been around, but we've lost touch with. And so then the camera, like, pans over and there's Minkus. And this was, like, a huge moment. Like, Cody, like, the whole audience, like, screams. Yeah, this was so exciting to see him again after what? four years we didn't see him at all in oh high my school gosh. yeah and all of a sudden he just appears out of nowhere and he was he was hiding over there right it was so funny yeah, i i loved this he was just in the other side of the school the whole entire time did do, does does mr minkus put this voice on or is this i mean you watch basketball he, twins jessica i uh also known as one tree hill i did um i think that it's like partially his voice but like since he's grown so let me put it this way he has aged significantly since he last played minkus and i with that his voice is deepened so i think part of this is him like putting on a voice because yes he does sound like minkus but not to that like high-pitched degree yeah i still think that it's almost like, you know, the late Gilbert Gottfried had like a very specific voice that he was known for, but that wasn't his real voice, but that's mm-hmm. the only voice we heard of his. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I suppose it's kind of like that. Yeah. And I, I do, I do love the like, oh, I was just, I was just over there. And they're like, we don't, we don't go over there. And, uh, and then so Minkus... Was Minkus, sorry, did Minkus, didn't, was Minkus not in the senior hallway at all? With he's with not i mean we not that we've ever seen yeah, yeah. He, didn't, he didn't get access there maybe he didn't get maybe he got like beat up so much that they had to give him like a special locker and oh my god totally. i don't wow. know like why would say, else like, would minkus not well, be there i would say maybe he's in like a gifted program but topanga would have been in that as well so it's like you can't like say that either yeah, but, but he did have communication with Jonathan Turner the whole entire time. This is wild to me, Cody, that like, okay, Turner gets in this big motorcycle accident, then we yeah. never see him again. And then apparently he's been in the school the whole time. What are they trying to pull? Yeah, they promoted him to this special area that Minkus was in uh, that yeah. Topanga doesn't want to go in because she wants to stay with Corey. So all the, uh, like you say, Sarah, the gifted kids go to this other part of the the school and uh, 
I, I'm guessing Eli is, is over there as well. Maybe I, it's such a shame. I oh, hate, I wish that they yeah. could have just brought back. I do like how it's a little like what self referential and a little meta this episode. Yeah, but it's uh, fun in a good way. They're making jokes at their own expense. But what's the harm on in getting Jonathan Turner there for this one episode? Like if you're going to go there, then let's go the whole entire way. Let's get yeah. Um, Let's get Harvey back. Like, let's get everybody. Like, TK. Oh, what's the other? What was the guy? Oh, my God. Yes. TK. Let, what was the guy that Griff? That was the, like, replacement. Like, yeah, Harvey. let's get, like, all of them back. Like, if we're going to go do this, like, big shebang, let's go big. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But I was happy to see who we did get. Um, And so then Corey and Sean are like, okay, well, time to exchange yearbooks. Um, and so Corey is just like, oh, where do I begin? What am I going to say? It's going to take me at least a week. And Sean is done so quickly, Cody. And all he wrote is, hey, that's it. That's all he wrote. Yeah, that's all Sean needs to write because he's going to see Corey all the time anyway. So didn't you ever write like your best friend or friends in school? Just, hey, or no. what's up? Or, no, see you real soon. it was insulting. It would be insulting to write, hey, Sarah. Like you need to at least write, this is your best friend. Mm -hmm. yeah. You don't write at least a half a page of inside jokes. Who even are you? Yeah, that's definitely what my friends and I did. They all got at least a half a page, if not a full yeah. page. I did not go and get my yearbook for this event, but I, I could have, I could have because, you know, this is senior year. So it's a lot, it's, there's more thing there. You can't say a, Hey, and you can't say a hags. You have to evolve yeah. and be like, good luck in all your endeavors. It was yeah. nice getting to know you. Hope you that we yeah. see, yeah. like talk to each other in the future. Uh, but with your friends, yeah, you wrote an entire novel exactly maybe it's just the way maybe it's just different the way guys do it rather than yeah girls do it maybe but like Corey feels like the more sentimental type because he obviously is thinking on our wavelength he's like mm -hmm. you didn't even write my name um and sean's excuse is well you already know how i feel about you why am i gonna write it down and my my what i say to that is and i'm not even like a sentimental person but what I would say to that is people keep their yearbooks, you know, like eventually when you're like 80 and you're bored and you want to like go through your yearbooks, like it'd be nice to read back what like your best friend at the time wrote, you know, like I just think for like the sentimentality of it, it makes sense. Um, but Sean just seems kind of down on the whole week itself, Cody, not just the yearbook. There's a lot going on. Sean's got a lot on his mind. There's a lot of changes coming. He's contemplating what he's been through, not just his senior year, but four years of high school and yeah. all the years of middle school. There's, there's a lot, a lot on his mind and rightfully so. Yeah. I think it's just tough. I think like we've, we've well, saw last episode, Corey struggling when going through like things changing on him. Like there's a lot of changes coming up and I think it's finally hitting Sean too, like what this means and like how he's felt about high school, right? He's never really thrived. I would say Sarah in high school. And so I don't really blame him for his feelings being, let's get this over with. Like I've been done with this. Right. Yeah. I think that I was ex very excited to, move on from high school not be in that setting anymore however 
I did enjoy all the things that came with being a um, final week senior, including the the yearbooks and the rings and the graduation ball and all that stuff. It was definitely exciting. So it's it's a little it's like I mean, what is Sean upset about? Is he upset that um, he wasn't able to? you know, he didn't do enough in the four years that he was there. Is it that even though he got accepted to Pembroke, like does he not have it all figured out? Is he afraid of moving on? High school is comfortable, you know, it's the, it's the small pond. So maybe it's Mm -hmm. freaking him out to, uh, to go on and graduate and it's manifesting and looking like he doesn't care about graduating i don't know they don't really explain it too well but we know that he's not that um hyped about everything i think that's maybe one of the reasons that i didn't totally connect with this episode was i felt like the sean stuff wasn't explored enough like we just weren't given enough reason to understand what his thoughts were because like Topanga and Corey are so excited about their class rings and Sean didn't even order one he says they're stupid they mean nothing uh and it's like it just feels like they don't really explain how he's feeling Cody yeah should this really have been maybe a, a two-parter uh to kind of yeah. d- d- dig deep, yeah. deeper into that to kind of talk about some things Maybe there's a clip show where they do some flashbacks of things that Ooh. have happened over the past few years. A clip show, yeah. Yeah, I did we do, that. do we need a clip show here to kind of talk about I don't about think we need a clip show, but I could see it being a two-parter. There there were a couple episodes we said that we wished were two-parters, and I could see this being one of them for the show because it's a big it's a big moment. Like they're not only graduating, but like if Topanga's gonna propose, they're bringing in all these cameos. Like I feel like it, we could have used 40 minutes for sure. Um so yeah, so then Corey and Topanga are talking and they still are talking about Topanga going to Yale and Corey asks if she's been thinking about it and Topanga says, I'm going to Pembroke with you. That's what I want. And he says, you don't turn down Yale without thinking about it. She says, I have thought about it. And so he, <laughs> this is one of my favorite lines of the entire episode. He says, listen, I got you some information from the internet last night. <laughs> Just like- <laughs> so what I was trying to think about this. What would he have been using? AOL? Prodigy? Uh, yeah yeah for sure yeah, well yeah it's just the way he says i yeah. got you some information from the internet <laughs> i can't let go of askjeeves.com yes i just yeah whenever i think of old internet i always just like think back to ask Jeeves, and that was because like you literally instead of you know when you google or something now you're you're like pie recipe but when you did ask jeeves you're like what is a good pie recipe like you had to ask jeeves yeah <laughs> yeah you it's just full question nutty. or nothing full question yeah ask jeeves is still bobbing i don't know if this is the original oh ask God. jeeves but Stop, maybe not you're probably gonna get a virus going on ask jeeves now <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Honestly. it went to ask.com. That, remember, oh, yeah, ask. remember that? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Man, um, can you imagine Jeeves was on the top of his game back in the day in 1996. And the next thing you know, he got booted. They were like, like we Google. don't need you, Jeeves. We're just ask.com now. I what do you think Jeeves is up to? What did Jeeves look like? I don't even remember. He looks he like, a, like butler. a butler. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes! Answer okay. your question. Well, maybe he's working for some other internet service provider now. Oh, you know, it's like when life. the the it's like when the Geico people go to Progressive. 
Yes. Or, or it's like Wreck-It Ralph where he's just like in somewhere on the internet now. You know what I mean? Like lost the world. Oh, no. Anyway, this is Ask really Jeeves dark. is now a porn star. I don't think that's right. What the heck? <laughs> anyway, that turned Jeeves. quickly. That turned quick. Yeah, Jeeves, what are you doing? Jeeves, what you been up to? <laughs> he had to get money. He had to get work, you know? Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Um... So, so then, right. So Corey printed out inter- information from the internet and he says, promise me you'll read it before you make up your mind. And she says, I love you. Uh, and he walks away and Sean is like, oh, are you pretending to be supportive? And Corey says, I'm not pretending. And I'm not smooth. And so uh, he's, he's upset, Cody. He says, if she cheats herself out of going to Yale for me, how do I live with that? Yeah. So it's a difficult decision especially when you're in a relationship with someone, how do you convince someone to do, okay. So you want them to do what's best for them, but you also don't want them to leave you. It's a real, real difficult scenario to get into. We've probably all been in this. You want the person to stay with you, but you also want them to do what's best for you. I think Sarah, you talked last week that you and Drew were what, four hours apart. Uh, we were more like two or three hours apart. Yeah. When we went off to college and I like, I was very scared. It was my first real relationship. It was me going off to school while he was still in New Jersey. It was so new. Uh, and I was just, I was just like, I didn't want to give it up. Cause I thought that that I was not going to, it would not have sustained a full four years of school and honestly if i stayed at that school i don't think it would have sustained and i mean sadly or like i don't know not sadly because i'm still with him one of the reasons why i i left that school uh to go to school in new jersey was to be with drew because i loved him but i made it i mean i went through i went to the school and i was there for a year or so um and it was hard and it's like 18 year olds just should not be doing long distance like I really think that if you're 18 in a freshman college even though you love your high school boyfriend I would say explore like get to know yourself on your own um Mm -hmm. a freshman especially because like going out to these parties or like going out to meeting people as a freshman is so important uh to build your circle I don't know. It's so hard. But then if you're in a position like me where I was really liking Drew and I didn't want to lose him and I didn't, it was my first like real relationship. Then it's like, how can you tell an 18 year old to let go? It's not going to happen. Yeah. I think today with today's technology, you know, long distance is probably a little bit easier. And a lot of people don't Mm -hmm. really want to go out these days. They want to stay home. Uh, so with, with what we have with FaceTime and all the, the video conferencing tools that we have, it's probably a little bit easier, but you still want that, you want that close relationship with the other yeah. person. Back in the 90s, it was much more difficult. You either had to drive or call the person on yeah. the phone. 
Um, you may have had, I don't remember if we had AOL instant messenger at that, at that time or not. It may yeah. Have by the time Sarah and I were in college, we definitely had it, but okay. even and still, it's, it's not the same thing as like Skype or, you know, now Zoom right. or yeah, whatever. There was no FaceTime. Freshman year, there was no, I mean, you could have a webcam, but when, like a webcam was like, you had to go buy a literal. Yeah. Camera. And it was super pixely. It wasn't yes. like, you yeah. had to like hang it on the top of your computer and like plug it in and typically you thought that you were being, being like scandalous yeah no i thought oh. it was like you would like buy i had like this one person that i was dating that was like really fixated on me getting a camera a webcam and it was like sir yeah sir i am <laughs> not getting a webcam like yeah. you want me to do like cam girl stuff on a webcam uh but yeah it was definitely different drew and i i remember we wrote letters we sent emails obviously we spoke on the phone but there is no facetime yet mm -hmm. so uh and he i mean i came home but and he came to visit me like a few times but i don't know it was a lot for I, I, and that's even probably more than what Corey and Topanga would have gotten back in that back in that time. Yeah. yeah, Corey. Corey wants what's best for Topanga. He wants her to have a great education, but at the same time, he wants to be selfish and wants her to stay with he's, him. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to pretend like he wants her to go to Yale for her own good, but mm -hmm. he also he's pretending like he wants to be with her. So of yeah. course. And he wants Sean to support him, but Sean sees Sean's his best friend. He knows Corey. He knows that Corey really wants to be with Topanga. Um, and so it's it's a rough spot that they're both in. Um, and then we're there in Feeney's class. And so Feeney says, This is their final week. Um, here is your assignment. Uh, and he says, Oh, shut up. I'm tired too. When they all groan. <laughs> <laughs> um, the assignment is completely optional and for no credit. And so the Sean, Sean, like most students, I think, says, Oh, we'll just get started on it right away. Oh, I'm done. Yeah, if you're telling me it's the last week of school and I don't have to do something, then I'm not doing it. No, it's the last week of school. You should be celebrating, not doing homework. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> the last week of school. They, you know, they're usually what finals and there may be some projects due, but you're right. They they should yeah. be celebrating, going out, have fun. But unfortunately, there's still a lot of responsibilities that have to be done. Yeah, not with the mean fiend around. Feeny can't let go. He needs to do a, a homework assignment till the very end. Yep. Uh, and so he goes right up to Sean and he says, that's right. You don't have to do it. I want you to write about what's in your heart during these last weeks of school. And Sean says, why are you looking at me? I don't have to do it, right? Uh, and Angela says, do it, Sean. It's no pressure. It'll be fun. Angela, girl, in what world does this sound fun to you? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> This is the type of person that just likes to do assignments. If if he gives me an optional assignment, I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's just wild to me. Sweet. I mean, I'm a good student, but like if it's optional and I'm not getting graded, I'm definitely not doing it. Meanwhile, you have Topanga who says, I'm doing it and I'm getting an A. Feeney says, there's no credit. And she says, I have 699 A's. I need one more. Give me the A, Feeney. And she like grabs his lapels. Like crazy, yeah, crazy. Serious about getting that A. She's mm -hmm. um very fiendish in this episode. I don't know what her deal is. She's she's always been studious, but not to the point of uh deliria delirium. Uh, so she needs the A. But now I understand why she wants the A so bad. She is trying to be valid valedictorian. Yeah, she so. wants to beat Mingus. 
so yeah i i, I think that that makes more sense now mm-hmm. is it and that so- or does she just like round numbers Oh, it could be that oh, too. Yeah. But I definitely think she wanted to be Minkus. Yeah. Yeah. How many? Yeah. It was three ninety nine or uh three six hundred and ninety nine. Oh, six ninety nine. Must be in her mm-hmm. lifetime because there's no way you're gonna get that just in high school. Um, and so he finally just gives in. He's just like, "Fine, you don't even have to do it. I'll just give you an A because I'm scared of you." Uh, and she's like, 700 That's more than anybody else, right?" He's like, "Oh yeah, more than anybody." And then he just like, <laughs> she sits down, and I, I just love him walking by Corey, saying, "Good luck in hell, Mister Matthews." <laughs> <laughs> Feeney's so just funny. done. He's just like, "I'm, I'm, I've had it. I'm out." Well, yeah, yeah, this is Feeney's last week of school too, because he's hypothetically retiring. So I'm yeah, sure he's, he's going over to Jackson Hole. He's right. He's got his fishing stuff all ready to yeah. go. Have you ever been to Jackson Hole, Cody? I've not been to Jackson Hole. I'm. I've not been to Wyoming. It sounds like a fun place, though. I heard your stories about, or not stories, but comparisons yeah. on Jackson Hole. Yeah, it's a. It's pretty ritzy. You got. They have a Thank raging, you. raging art community over there. Um, and so yeah, so then we're back with uh, Jack, Eric, and Sean uh, in the apartment. Jack is there and there's this like cute, it's so cute. There's like this huge congratulations, Sean Banner. And Jack says, congratulations, a surprise. And Sean's like, I'm not into this. I told you. And he's like, well, I have somebody that might change your mind. And he goes, ta-da. And he's this caricature of Sean. And he's in a graduation outfit and he's riding a diploma like a magic carpet. This was so sweet, Cody. I loved it. I thought it was great. I'd love to have more caricatures. We've got one from when we were at, at, at Disney. And I just, I wish I had more caricatures. I think they're great. Oh, I have a caricature. I uh, went to on a cruise to Canada. And Drew and I got off the cruise to Canada. And there is this dude doing caricatures on like little planks of wood. And we have a caricature of us from. Uh, oh, I've seen that. That you one's have. cute. You have, uh, yeah. Did I ever tell you my story about caricatures before? No. Okay, you're, I feel like you're not going to be surprised by this. When I was little, and I mean like little, little, like I don't think I was that old. I couldn't have been older than like maybe between six and ten. Let's yeah. just say we took like a day trip. Gosh, I don't even remember where. I want to say it was over in like Massachusetts, like along the um the coast or something. Yeah. And there was like this, you know, kind of like um Sarah, like for you, um, like Jersey, Jersey Shore type of stuff, like a big boardwalk. Sure. And I have a brother, and my dad wanted me and my brother to sit for like caricature artist things. And I don't know why. But I was because I was a brat. That's the answer. I don't I don't know why I was feeling this way. I was feeling all sorts of ways and I didn't want to do it because I was a kid and I was annoying and I was a brat and I didn't want to do it. So I like refused to do it. And because I refused to do it, my dad was like, fine, we're leaving. And we picked up and we left. And like we were supposed to send like the whole day there. And we just went home because I didn't want to get a character. (laughs) Oh, Jessica. (laughs) I know. Honestly, I feel like it's more on my dad than it is on me, though, because I was a child. I have I have something to give you. What is this a character of me? I oh, did this wow. beautiful caricature. I of look you. like I'm 80 for some reason. I you mean, tweet, the shoe you fits. That out. Yeah. <laughs> I think your nose is a little pointy too. Yeah, I have a rounder nose than, than that picture. All right, I'll work on it. I'll work um, on my caricature. But yeah, Cody, I thought this was so sweet. Yes, I thought it was too. I thought Sean was overacting a lot by this. Uh, 
what what Jack Jack spent a lot of probably time and money to put this together, and it was very creative. I love the diploma as a magic carpet made him look like I guess he could be Aladdin, uh, riding the diploma. I thought it was great. Yeah, I'd hang yeah. it in my room. I just thought it was so sweet. Like Jack didn't have to do any of this, but he did. Oh, here's an updated one. Okay, that's a little bit better. I have dimples. That's cute. I thought it was smile lines. Oh. Well, I actually have dimples, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, dimples. Yeah. So rude. Do you see what she just said? She's like, oh, by the way, you have wrinkles. It's our 200th podcast, Sarah. Anyway. Oh, when sorry. When will the disrespect I, end? When will the disrespect that, end? I thought you would like my caricature of you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Cody, Cody I never wanted to sit one for one, Cody. Too. Do you see the disrespect? Oh. Yeah. Well, you know, it, I expect <laughs> this from Sarah. <laughs> uh, and I love, I love Jack. Um, where he's just like, why don't you appreciate my caricature view with the big head and the tiny body and you're writing the big diploma? It's a magic carpet ride to your future, huh? <laughs> you don't appreciate anything. And this is when he shoves Sean and I was like, okay, here we go. Why are they, why are these characters, these two in particular, they love they're to sweat. wrestle. Yeah, they like, even said that themselves. Happening. Why do we wrestle all the time? Why are we just- wrestling? Yeah, right. They they do they do they say that. It out. <laughs> I think it's because they're like, oh, brothers like to wrestle, so we are going we to should, yeah. we're going to wrestle because we're brothers now. Yeah, um, yeah, and so uh, and Sean's just like, you're trying to put me in touch with your feelings, uh, and Sean just says like, I think it's how we communicate as to why they always always wrestle, um, and uh, and then they they continue wrestling, um, and there's Eric. Um, Eric's, I mean, I don't mind Eric's storyline this episode. He's dressed in all black. He has like spy gear. He has a grappling hook, Cody. Like he is yeah. ready. Yeah. He looked like a, like a SEAL team member. He had his wetsuit on with the uh, night vision goggles and a giant grappling hook. I, I was, to- I was so confused by what was going on here. Yeah, this yeah. was, this was a lot. And Eric yeah. is just like. Beanie thinks he's retiring and that he's moving away, but no way. I'm going to stop him. Uh, he says, maybe I'll ask the French for help or the Belgians. They're not really doing anything. Yeah, um, yeah, what I, are the I, Belgians doing? Yeah, I tried to actually look this up to see what was happening with it's the like Belgians in 1998. And from what I could tell, there was not a whole lot going on. I mean, So maybe he's correct. Only, <laughs> yeah, maybe they're correct. The only thing anything. that kept coming up was like a, like a, the Belgian Grand Prix in, in late August, which would have been after this episode, but yeah so. uh and so he steps over them and he's like oh just stop fighting and so he has like these night vision goggles on and his grappling hook of course gets stuck on the door and he like drops a bunch of things um uh and then we're back in the high school and th- i will say this scene in particular i did remember i don't know if it i think it was the physical comedy in it of Corey, which is why i remembered it but like the chickens bit i can't tell you why it tickles me but it truly does. Like, Corey is so excited about these chickens. He's like, chickens in the hallway. Somebody must have let them loose. This is hilarious. Jessica, uh, we just watched another senior prank on Dawson's Creek. Who mm-hmm. pulled the better senior prank? Oh, Corey I Matthews mean, or Dawson, Pacey, and yeah. Jack? So for those who didn't watch the episode of Dawson's Creek, they basically steal the principal's sailboat and put it in the school pool. And uh, and they put the principal's dog on the boat as well. Oh, yeah. We didn't and like that part. As a result, I think the chickens are a better prank because they're not harming the mental and emotional health of an innocent dog. 
okay, but did you see the part where they put an actual boat in yes, the school in a pool? pool? In a high school pool. Yeah. Cody, which do you like better of those two pranks? Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a great prank. And you're talking about emotional health of animals. I think running around chickens and chasing them, that that kind of would would freak them out. Well, they, for, I don't know enough health. about chickens. You're probably right. Although they did seem to be laying down with Corey towards the end of the scene. Yeah, I don't know if those were real chickens at that point. <gasps> do you think they were fake chickens? I feel I like I need that, to rewatch this now. Yeah, chick, chickens aren't that calm. We we have we have neighbors that have chickens, and do you like they, them? Do you get fresh eggs? We do. When they when our neighbors go on vacation, they have me take care of their their chickens, and I get whatever eggs oh they lay God. during that time are, period. Okay, tell the truth. Are they tastier sure. than like store bought eggs? Uh. Honestly, they're about the same, but my wife does get the like organic style eggs. Oh, like so, free range stuff. Okay. Yeah. So, so then it's yeah, already very on the similar. fancy yeah. side. Okay. Yeah. I did love this though. I just like love Corey. You know what it is? I love how excited Corey is about it, Sarah. Like he just is so stupidly excited about these chickens. I love it. Yeah, it's adorable. He loves the chickens. He doesn't want anybody to step on the chickens because then he won't get his security deposit back. He is his physical comedy. Once again, a second to none. He Ben Savage does a great job. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a funny bit. Not as good as putting a boat in a pool, but it's pretty good. Update: I did do a caricature of myself, and it it's <laughs> not as good as everybody else's. <laughs> From now on, I'm just gonna be doing. I think I want to. You know what? I think I want a new job of caricatures at at like weddings and bat mitzvahs. I think this is gonna be my new career. Okay. Yeah. Sounds um, great. Yeah. This one's this one's me. I don't know. Not the not the best one. Um, it's absolutely the worst one. Yeah. I think it's because you drew your teeth. Yeah, because <laughs> I I have big teeth. So but like, who cares? Like it makes it look. A lot. It makes you look like you have like braces. <sighs> that's the problem yeah okay i can i can try again i can try again yeah do you, you know, secretly have braces or you weren't in the visit line and we just don't no, see no no okay. it's just i have big teeth and i thought that like oh when you draw caricatures you have to like you know though they they draw like horse teeth exaggerated yeah. version i thought that that's what i had to do but so i'll try it again. oh my gosh do y'all remember any of your senior pranks or did y'all have senior pranks i don't remember anything from my school no they didn't they were talking about senior pranks they were talking about it and i was we were all waiting and i think what they wound up doing was they just put um when we graduated we graduated outside on the football field and there's bleachers and somebody tied penis balloons like really really high that you weren't able like the custodian wasn't able to get them down in time for the graduation so we graduated with penis balloons amazing um anyway so yeah so there's chickens and i love when Corey tells feeney he's just like don't step on them i'll lose my deposit chickens um and uh yeah and so sean says you know if i were into this which i'm not i do a senior prank you'd actually remember feeney says oh i know you would are you working on that assignment and he just goes oh yeah the assignment no and feeney says i really think you should uh, and he says, what you end up doing is up to you. It always has been. I'm just here to point out what page we're on. And like, I don't know, Sarah, like, why is Feeney getting on Sean specifically about this whole thing? Feeney needs the project. It's the last week of school. He realized that he hasn't bothered Sean in quite a while. Uh, so it's <laughs> his turn. He has, yeah, this, or 
he has a wheel and he like spins the wheel <laughs> and it landed on Sean this time. Yeah, it's like kind of similar to the, to the episode where he gives Sean and Topanga and Corey the different assignment where Cor- Topanga can't help them and Corey does have oh, to I help them. Oh, I hated that whole thing. It so was it's stupid. Very, very similar to that. You're right. They, he always needs some sort of project. Some sort of, he has to give them some sort of assignment. He can't yeah. just let it go. He can't just, hey, we're, we're done here. Let's just yeah. end this week. Uh, meanwhile, Topanga finished her valedictorian speech. Um, and then, of course, we have Minkus, and he's just like, "Oh, you're so sure you're the valedictorian, little Missy," which I feel like is a callback. Sarah, doesn't he? Does he call her little Missy a few times? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that is definitely something that we've heard before from Minkus. Yeah, uh, because I'm Topanga, and he says, "Well, I'm Minkus, and I have 699 A's, which, according to my records, is the same as you." Uh, and Corey says, "You counted A's, so kind of six psychopath counts A's." Uh, he looks at Topanga. I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I love the look on Topanga's face. Yeah. At this point, it's very sassy and like I'm the best. And yeah, because she knows was... she is. Yes, it was great. I loved it. Yeah, Topanga's yeah. facial expressions this episode were really funny. Mm-hmm. She had um, a lot of com- she had a lot of confidence in her body. Like she her did. Whole, her whole her her whole stance was of very. Of course, confident. she did because she got into yeah. Yale and now she knows that she's the shit and she's valedictorian, so she's a lot to be confident on. Yeah. Um. And so. Uh. And so. Yeah. Topanga's like, go get Feeney's grade book. You'll see. Uh. And Minkus is like, you did something to Corey, and then he says to Corey, she did something, didn't she? Uh. Corey says, take it easy. You never even had a chance. And Minkus says, she's evil, Corey. She's an evil little girl. He says, but every time I kiss her, I don't care. Uh, and so this is when Topanga says, I read the material on Yale. Um, and Topanga says, you were being serious about being supportive, right? You weren't just saying that um, to be just to be supportive, were you? Uh, and Corey comes back with, you know what? Yale is one of the best schools in the country. You should actually go there. Um, and uh, Topanga says, I always tried to be a good student. I thought college would be the most important decision of my life. And Corey says, it is. What could be more important? And he says, I'm okay with this. She says, really? And I feel like at this point, Sarah, we're actually like realizing that Topanga wants to go to Yale by the really. You know what I mean? Like she doesn't say really if she doesn't actually want to go. It's very, very hard to pass this up. And with Corey saying the words, I support you, even if he doesn't 100% genuinely mean them, that gives her permission to seriously consider that option for her. And as she should, she should. I mean, in my honest opinion, I don't think that Corey should be the deciding factor if she decides to go to Yale or not. I think that she needs to think of other things like what opportunities she'll get, what kind of financing she'll get. I think that there's a lot of other things to consider in her decision aside from Corey. Yeah, definitely. And I think the, I think it's weird though, that this conversation happens like in the middle of the hallway. It feels very yeah. like as they're passing by Cody, it's like, she says, yeah. really? And he says, yeah, go. And she just says, thank you. And walks away. Yeah. This felt like it needed to be a conversation that they have at the house and they sit down yeah. for a little bit and talk about it and then explain to her, look, I will be supportive with whatever decision you make. This is your decision. Right. Um, and if you decide to go to Yale, we'll figure out how to make it work. If you don't want to go to Yale, then that's great. And we'll be here together. Uh, but she needs to make this decision on her own and not based on what he is telling her she should or should not do. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, 
for a second I was like slightly happy that Corey did that and then I don't know I mean I guess it's fine because he's alone but when he sits down with the chickens and he says you guys are you guys gonna leave me too it almost felt like she's not leaving you like that is not what's happening here I guess the only like silver lining is like he didn't say it around other people he was just saying it to like chickens um but I don't know Sarah did this line bother you it kind of got under my skin a little bit he's in his feels jessica like Ugh. what else is he supposed to do he, you know he feels in his perspective he feels like topanga is leaving him and it's hard it's not an easy decision it's not easy for him if she decides to go to yale he's allowed to feel upset about it not because he's not allowed like he's he's allowed to be upset that they're not going to college together that they're not you know going to be together he not and and that's something that you should could be upset and you should be upset about but at the end of the day you have to realize that you know part of having a partner is that they um need to be their own people too and mm -hmm. do what's best for them so yeah and so then of course uh sean approaches Corey, and Corey immediately just says topanga's going to yale and sean says i told you man this is going to be a terrible week and Corey says why did i have to act so supportive and sean says you were just pretend so you were just pretending and this is what bothers me cody is when Corey says well i didn't think she'd actually go through with it which like that sucks you know yeah, yeah. why wouldn't you think she would go through with it if that's something that's you know a once in a lifetime opportunity for her to go and do it's yeah. four years. Why would, why would you be upset if she chosen? Why would you? Why? Why? Excuse me. Why is it hard for you to believe that she would choose to go and do this? Yeah, yeah. And if you're gonna be supportive, actually be supportive. Don't like yeah. play at being supportive. It's just not great. And Sean's advice is tell her how you feel. And Corey says he can't. Uh, he doesn't want her to make the wrong choice because of him. Um, and like. I kind of, I mean, I agree with Corey here, you know, like, I feel like he has to keep these feelings to himself at this point, because you're just going to make Tamanga feel guilty if you say everything. Yeah, you know, you don't, you don't want to do that to your relationship. It could cause more damage to a relationship that you don't want, that you don't want to happen. Yeah. Um, you, you've got to be up front, got to be up front with and just tell her, tell her how you feel. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think, I think the move is to say like you know i'm happy for you i'll miss you like i think it's okay to say like i'll miss yeah. you because obviously but i feel like to say oh i didn't think you'd actually do that it's like not gonna be helpful at all right yeah um and so feeny's in his office packing up some stuff and topanga comes in she says i was in the library and i saw your light on what are you still doing here and i say topanga what the hell are you still doing here <laughs> is this the same library from like the halloween episode or the oh right, right i would never go back in that library again <laughs> i know it's cursed um and he's like oh i'm just packing up some things and she was working on her valedictorian speech um and he's like oh the speech will be fine give yourself a break and so she's like well now that i'm going to yell everyone's going to expect like bigger things and feeny who's a genius knows that is not why she is there sarah she's mm -hmm. there because she's doesn't know if she should go to yale or not She's looking for some guidance here. I think that she's looking for somebody to, to like distinctly say, yes, you should go to Yale or no, you should stay with Corey. And I think that she is searching for an answer that she can only answer. Hmm. Yeah. 
Yes, but that's why she's lingering in the library at like nine o'clock for Feeny. She's looking for that Feeny guidance. Um, yeah, and he says, if you're asking me whether or not you'll be successful at Yale, they wouldn't have accepted you if they didn't think you could live up to the challenge. She says, that's not what I'm asking. And he's just like, you know what? I retire right now. What do you want? <laughs> um it's obvious that she just doesn't know what she wants and he says unless you have a very good reason for not going there you should go uh and he says his door is always open to my to his students and of course that is when we see a grappling hook launch through the window and there's eric and he's just like you're not retiring you're not going anywhere and i'm just like why did you walk in the front of the building eric what is happening what why does why is eric so obsessed with this i know Feeney's moving away, but does Eric just feel like everybody's leaving him? What? Why? Why is he so worried about Feeney retiring? I just his best friend. Yeah, I don't think I feel like part of it is it's weird. You'd think his bigger issue would be Feeney moving, not the retirement piece, right? But maybe he thinks if he could stop him from retiring, that prevents the move as well. But like, I feel like the bigger piece is him just not being the next door neighbor. But maybe he thinks Feeney loses his like, um, good mentor vibes and good mentor powers if he's no longer a principal. Yeah. So, you know, you're the, you're the teacher and he's always teaching something. So if he's not the principal or the teacher anymore, he can't, he can't teach anyone according in Eric's heads, but we do know that this is kind of Eric descending into, you know, dumb Eric, right? Is that what we're. Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. it's good. He's, he's it's there. Special. He, I mean, you can clearly see in this episode as yeah. well. Um, they, I think that the grappling hook was just so that they can do their callback to good looking guy. Yeah. Hear the, the music, the music. Yeah. Um, so at least we have that another call back. I think that this is really trying to wrap up, uh, the first four seasons or five seasons of Boy Meets World and calling back some of the memorable moments. Um, yeah. Did, did, did they anticipate this being a series finale? It felt like that Cody, like in yeah. my mind, I was wondering if that's what, part of this was and obviously not totally because they left off with the cliffhanger but it felt as though if this was the last episode then would we have been satisfied in a way or like does this wrap it up but I felt the same way if any and if not that then it's definitely they're saying this is a closing of a chapter we're out of high school and we're a new boy meets world after this episode yeah yeah and uh and yeah and like eric just doesn't like i think eric and and Corey both have this aspect where they just don't like change and he's just like you're gonna live next to my parents until you die or until i die whichever one comes first although it'll probably be you because you're like what 80 (laughs) Mm. not not here he's not i'd say he's in his mid-60s maybe Mm, I have no clue how old he's he probably like 90 something right now. And that Feeny's was like 30 timeless. Feeney's timeless. Feeney is ageless. So he yeah. was born March 31st, 27. This is what, 98? So he was yeah. 71 at this oh, time. Oh, wow. Okay. So he was in the 70s then. Still Damn. spring chicken. It's yeah. always a spring chicken. Uh, and so, yeah. So, um, and that is when, of course, we we do hear the, the good looking guy theme song. 
Um, and so we're back in Beanie's class and the it's old class is almost over. And he says, well, the bell's about to ring in a few minutes. You'll be flying out of here. Like your pants are on fire, but this is the, uh, our last class together. And I just want to say, and that's when the bell rings and everybody except Corey, Sean and Topanga leave. Where's Angela in this moment? She really is that <laughs> rude out that she can't stay. I think she's she like, just wanted bye. the final three. You she's know? like, I'm like, going into labor <laughs> in real life. I gotta go. By the way, this episode, it was like so obvious well, that we she barely see her she's like behind the desk the whole time the but poor even thing. there's a there's a moment when she has the gown on that like yeah. it like goes up against her bump and is very obvious <laughs> i just think it's so funny that when i was watching the show that didn't even occur to me i was just like oh crazy baggy clothes this is like yeah. the well, late of course 90s. Kids, we weren't looking for it you know yeah, yeah was she what in her mid-20s at this time yeah at, was she? at <laughs> least yeah yeah she she's the oldest the, yeah. she had already had at least one or two children by this time yeah it's wild yep uh and so Corey says well we want to hear what you have to say and Topanga says we've got time and he said i was just gonna say good luck and you know what i'm not really good at goodbyes uh we're not gonna get all sappy are we Topanga says we want to know if your decision to retire had anything to do with us uh, and Corey says, Mr. Feeney, we know we haven't made life easy for you these past couple years. And Sean says, I mean, when you think about all the stupid stuff we've pulled, uh, and Corey says, we ha- you have to be leaving because of us. Feeney says, I am, but not because of what you've done to me, but because of what you've done for me. Uh, done to me. Yeah, not what you've done to me, but what you've done for me. Um, he says, you three have given me more gratification in these last four years than I ever dreamed possible. You must know that. It's like very, very sweet of Feeney to say, Sarah. Yeah. Um, everybody remembers a teacher in their lives and how they've affected them and going forward, whether that be inspiring you to go into a certain profession or being a support system in school when you really needed it. And Feeney's been a part of these kids' lives for most of their lives up to this point. And I think that it has benefited Feeney as much as it's benefited the trio. Mm-hmm. Cody, what did you think of uh, Feeney's speech where he says, sometimes I think you complain, the things you complain about most are the things that you care about the most. And unfortunately we don't always know that until it's too late. Yeah, I can, I can definitely relate to that. I mean, we complain about things all the time, but then you look back and you realize I grew from that, you know, things, things happen in your life and you, you wonder, well, why is this happening to me? Well, then down the road, you look back, well, you became this person because of those things that happened to you earlier in your life. Uh, And, you know, he's, they, the three of them have not, they've helped each other grow. They've also helped Mr. Feeney grow Mm -hmm. uh, throughout, throughout their high school or not just high school, but their entire schooling career. Yeah. And I think it's also that like, yeah, maybe they were pains in the butts at times, but like that he interacted with them the most, you know, and he feels like he had the biggest influence on them and they had the biggest influence on him. And so like they're teaching each other about different things. You know, he learned a lot from them, just like they learned a lot from him. Um, And I like that he takes this moment to like one final thing to Sean, like, how's that paper coming, Sean? Um, And we see Sean sitting kind of by himself in the hallway, just thinking, uh and then it's graduation day everybody's on the stage and Feeney makes a speech he says welcome to everybody the class of 98 we did it uh we're gonna introduce our valedictorian um Minkus of course gets upset he just shouts she got one more lousy a than I did 
Um, and uh, so yeah, so Topanga comes up, and uh, Corey isn't even clapping for her, Sarah. This is some trash. Yeah, yeah he's being very unsupportive in this moment. Terrible boyfriend. Uh, yeah, he needs he needs to grow up a little bit and get it together and be and be very supportive of her. This is a very very big moment. Yeah, it's it's not great. And he says, the closer we get to graduating, the closer she she gets to going to Yale. And so she gets to the podium. She works so hard to the point where she is at night at the library working on this stupid speech, right? She says, well, I'm not going to give my speech. I know somebody who could give a better speech. You know who could give a better speech? The guy who got straight C's. Sean Hunter, <laughs> welcome to the stage. C's is being generous. <laughs> yeah. That's true. What is this? Like, why in the world did Topanga give up her valedictorian speech, give it to Sean so he can do some trash? And his speech wasn't even good. Yeah. I was expecting so much better, Cody. Yeah. And I was curious how this conversation came about. Did Topanga, did, did he approach Topanga and say, hey, you know, I've got this thing. Would you mind giving me your spot? Or did she come to him? How did this all transpire? That's That's what I want to know more. I feel like it had to be like, Sean went to Topanga after Feeney said to him, like, have you thought about this last week? And I feel like he really thought about it. And then he went to Topanga because he was actually trying to write it. And then maybe Topanga read it and was like impressed, even though it's not really impressive. <laughs> it's not that good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we get Sean saying like, oh, you only go to high school once. Ha ha. And so he goes up there and he says, you know, I read her speech. I, it kicked butt. And he talks about having a C average. It's why, you know, uh, Mr. Feeney asked us to write about what we were feeling this week. And of course, I was feeling like I always do. I couldn't wait to get out of here. And this, Topanga, you give over your speech and then you interrupt it, which was also annoying, where she's like, Corey, I know what I want to do with my life. Girl, now is not the time, man. <laughs> like, the, calm the, the down. Timing, the timing for them, too, is terrible. They, they have it's the awful. worst timing of anything. Especially they because do. Corey's like They're not on the same page. <laughs> Sean's speaking in public. This will never happen again in our lives. Uh, and so yes, yeah, so Sean says high school's over. Uh, just when I'm finally free, I find myself sneaking back into this place and sitting in the hall, thinking about my friends and all the time we spent here. And you, Mr. Feeney, I started thinking about you and how you've always told us what to do without ever telling us what to do. You taught us about life. I was thinking about how much this place has been my home and how many times I screwed up when I was here. I could have done better. I could have done better. That's what I wrote. That's all he wrote. I could have done better. That's could have done better on that speech as well. Yeah. What? Okay. So as a valedictorian, I guess your job is to um, recap your high school experience and your experience with everybody else and inspire people going forward. Right. What? How was the? What was the goal of the speech? What was he inspiring? I don't feel motivated by this at all. In fact, it makes me want to try less. Yeah. He's just like, eh. I didn't try that hard. Congratulations to those of you who tried harder than I did. I just feel like we could have gotten more of a traditional, I mean, even like a more traditional speech would have been better where he says like, you know, I didn't realize what this whole experience was until it's already over. And I should have appreciated it more at the time. And Mr. Feeney, you taught me so much and you know, you've taught, you've prepared me for life. Like, I feel like we could have had more, like, even if it was tropey, we could have yeah. had more of like those nuggets of like, him thinking Feeney because let's be real like the Sean Feeney content has also been very good like the cab I'm thinking specifically like the winter cabin situation where he like reads Feeney's diary like all of those moments 
were so good. I feel like we could have had like a little nod to Feeney more than we did. It just wasn't a great speech. It felt like it was more like me, 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 and not S, 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 or, or yeah. yeah. It wasn't like a group thing. It was all about me, me, me. Yeah. And Feeney, Feeney lies and says that was a fine paper. No one could have done it better. No lies. Uh, and so Topanga, then Topanga could have done it much better. Yeah, Topanga's <laughs> like me. I could have Minkus. Poor Minkus is like, yes. really, really, Sean. <laughs> so, so if if Topanga is the valedictorian, would Minkus then be the salutatorian? Yes, that's what yes. I figured. Yeah, and he usually in my school both got to make speeches. The valedictorian and the salutatorian both made speeches. Um, but I don't. Maybe it's different here. Uh, so then Eric, so then Feeney starts talking again. He's like, I would like to say something. And Eric just pops up off, off the stage and he's just like, no, you're not going anywhere. Uh, and he goes, excuse me, kids, excuse me. Um, he says, most of you already know Feeney's going to be retiring. But as a former student in John Adams High, it made me really mad. Hello, I'm Eric Matthews. And then he starts like singing. Yeah. Um, I didn't know this song at all. Did you either of you know this song? I, I didn't recognize Lulu. the song. Yeah, he says, no one can say it better than a girl named Lulu. And then the music starts, the, those schoolgirl days of telling tales and biting nails. Um, and Alan and Amy just, like, leave. They're done. Yeah, they're embarrassed. <laughs> uh, this is ridiculous. I don't know why we're doing this. I, I, I don't know why, how we got from just last season. Yeah. Seer eric that is really like happy that he got into college and is living his best life and we're so yeah. happy for him and then a season later we're we're here i don't know i don't know why i don't know why they think this was a good idea i don't think it's funny maybe kids think it's funny but yeah not, it was uh, weird it felt like tonally off a bit like it just felt kind of squished in here it was really strange he's like singing this whole song he's like laying across their laps um and then we kind of like skip to feeny handing out diplomas um and so yeah so he's like handing all these diplomas we see everybody like hugging um cory gets a diploma and every again everybody's hugging even minkus gets a huge hug from everybody this is when i said angela you can definitely see her baby bump um and uh and so then uh this is the moment this is the moment on stage in front of everybody like you can't just wait until you're like i don't know eating dinner at home uh Corey says what were you gonna say was it important and she says you mean that i decide what to do with my life like ma'am you decided it as you're sitting graduating high school like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah Ugh. and so uh topanga says feeney said i should go to yale unless i have some really good reason not to he says, well, there isn't any good reason. She says, actually, there is. Corey? And he goes, what? And she says, will you marry me? As everybody, like, stands up to celebrate. I'm like, I'd be so pissed if I got my photo of the graduating class and there's these two numbnuts just, like, sitting down in the middle of all of it. <laughs> yeah, Cody, that would have gotten printed on your yearbook and you would have had to see that forever. That is true. In our yearbook, it would have been, been there in the front page. Uh, and then we'd have to go and have them sign it. Hey, um, yeah, this was... This was not good timing for on her part. Um, yeah, again, it was they, terrible timing. Yeah, they they don't know how to to get on the same page about when they need to have a serious conversation. I don't remember it being like this. I remember it being like and their engagement being like an epic gesture and so exciting. I like I said earlier, I didn't remember that uh, Topanga proposed to Corey. 
Um, I just, I just don't think that it was as epic as I thought as it, as I as it was when I was a kid. It That's also it. felt it felt just kind of shoved in there, like it didn't feel intentional. Well, no, I disagree with that because it's uh the end of the season and we're leaving off. It's supposed to be a cliffhanger. What is Corey going to say? I think that the timing of it in this episode is appropriate, but maybe what we need to do is see Topanga um talk about engagement at all or something i don't know because it just feels as though she needs to justify an excuse to not go to harvard um go to yale and in in that way she's like the only thing that i can possibly do is you know propose to Corey so that i will feel like i have to stay with him it almost feels as though this was her justification as to not leave harvard because she didn't have um Gail, wow, because she didn't have any other reason not to go. Yeah, it's like she's purposely leaning on this. Like you, it's so weird to me though. It's like you could stay and just date and not be engaged. Like it's actually very simple. It's almost like she's like, well, it's not worth it to stay unless we're serious, and the only way we could be serious is if we're engaged, which isn't true. But maybe it felt like it back then. You know, yeah, you know, when you're when you're in high school, you know, all kinds of emotions and whatnot are going through your head. And, and you think that, yes, the only way you need to stay together is to either get engaged or get mm -hmm. married. And then that way you can't be separated. You have to stay committed to each other. So even if so, if she got engaged and then went to Yale, then they would have a reason to still stay together for the next four years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is something that, you know, kind of seems a little bit silly in a 2022 lens, but it would have had more weight in a 1998 lens, yeah. kind of because and of what we're talking about earlier, how communication wasn't as easy back then. Uh, you couldn't FaceTime people. You couldn't, uh, you like, text them. So maybe it seemed like a lot more serious or a lot more important to lock it down in a way. Yeah. And I think too, that like this also, like as a TV moment, I mean, when you have the, the summer between this finale and the next premiere, like that's a long time to go without hearing Corey's answer. You know what I mean? Like as TV watchers, like that is a big, like <gasps> moment. Cause you're like, you know it's a big episode because they're gonna graduate, but like you, no one expects this, you know. Yeah, and you, you know you're gonna have. We didn't have uh, you know podcasts back then to talk about you know what's yeah. gonna happen during the off season. You had uh, all your uh, teen magazines. What what were the big teen mag? Sixteen and teen Tiger Bob. Beat and Teen, teen Bob. Bob. All yeah, those yeah, they were Jane they would 14. have all they, yeah. <laughs> they'd have all those mm. that they would. Yeah, you know, kids would get and read about well, what's going to happen. What's his answer going to be? Um, mm. So you know, and and then wait three months to see if it came back. Yeah, it's just funny now, like watching this, and it's just like, oh my gosh, I like I'm with Sarah. Like I remember it being this huge moment. I did remember it happening like on stage, but it felt more grand gesturey um, back then than it does here. Um, but like I said, I feel like this episode is supposed to be bigger than it ends up feeling 
because like I did like the cameos, but I just feel like we didn't really get into the mindset of Sean enough to truly like understand what he's going through. And so I still, I still stand by the fact we could have used two episodes here or like, or if they wanted to do like, um, a, a mega episode or something and just make it like 10 minutes longer. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. add some time to it and put in more commercials or something. Oh, like we needed that. more. We needed more, more time. World. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, have the cameos kind of in the beginning and then, you know, dig into that, that Sean stuff in the middle to get some real meat behind it. And then the end, you know, even in the end, you could have some cameos like, where are her parents? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, um yeah it is a big it is a big moment overall i think like it's a decent finale i think like obviously the proposal is what it's known for i love the cameos like i think bringing minkus back for me was like the highlight i feel like we've missed him it's been so long since we've seen him um but overall like it's certainly not even in my top five episodes of the season like there's so many good episodes this season that it doesn't feel like it does the season justice to me but i don't know cody do you feel differently I mean, yeah, there were a lot of good episodes, and then you get excited about the graduation. But yeah, it's really like the last few minutes that that really highlights this this episode. And then you have the cliffhanger. Yeah, I always love good callbacks, and I love it when people return. Um, I I just enjoy that in an episode, so I got real excited about that. But yeah, I'd love to kind of to delve deeper into what's going on with Sean, and then we I don't think we need the Eric stuff at all. Like we could have we could have removed the Eric stuff and done more with Sean. Yeah, that's true, too. We didn't necessarily need a mega episode if we just, not that we had to cut Eric out, but just cut out, I mean, even the song, right? That would have saved us, like, three whole minutes. But, Sarah, what are your thoughts on this finale as a whole? I think that has a lot of good moments. I think that, you know, we always wanted to see Minkus back. I think that we've been waiting for this engagement. I think that Mm -hmm. any high school show um, that displays or shows a graduation is a big deal so um but this is a really great season of boy meets world definitely i think our favorite of the series this far and i think that we need a we needed a grander finale but boy meets world is not really known for their amazing finales it's true it's true we haven't been like that impressed so far so (laughs) that's a very good point um but i'm i am excited to to go over like the whole the whole season next week because we are going to come back and and go over season five in total obviously talk through each of the characters mvps lvps uh favorite episodes least favorite episodes um definitely a heavy hitter one of my favorites cody would you would you agree in terms of best seasons in terms of one through five yeah i think from for one through five this is one of the best seasons got a lot of high highs there are a couple of low lows but Mm -hmm. overall this has got to be one of the best seasons yeah it's it's a really strong season and it it makes me happy to get into season six just because it's like oh it's a new new sets you know now they're in college like there's there's new things going on um so it does hype me up for season six yes Sarah, do you happen to know uh, in Girl Meets World, do we know where Topanga got her law degree from? Mm. Pembroke have its own. Well, they went to New York, <laughs> right? At the end of the series, they went to New York. So what is it? Is it Columbia? Oh, yeah, it could be. Okay. Interesting. I mean, they would have had to be a part for that unless he followed her. I don't know. What, he, that? what, is, what does Corey do in... He's um, a teacher. Oh, sorry. 
He's a teacher, and, and he does follow her God. to New York oh after. Yeah, of course they, they all go yeah. to New York. You don't remember? Oh, she went. She goes to NYU Law School. Ah, oh, there you go. NYU, fancy pants. Well, I, I think mean, she's just excited to go to Yale. I know, but Pembroke isn't as fancy as Yale. How is she going to get into NYU after? Just saying, because she got into Yale. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Moving on from that. Yeah, overall, I think it's a decent episode. Not one of my favorites from the season, but it has the big moment at the end. Uh, any any final thoughts from either of you on this uh, this finale? I really enjoyed this. Thanks. Yes, thank you so yeah. much for coming on, Cody, and celebrating our 200th episode with us. It's a big moment. It's super. It's always nice to have you on, especially for an episode like this. It is like a big one. It's a pivotal one. Yeah. Well, hope, hope for uh, 200 more. Oh, God. <laughs> Of specifically Boy Meets World, we'll just start from the beginning. No, uh, we. Oh, I don't even know how many episodes we have left, but it's not that many. We only have two seasons two, left. Two seasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four, um, like, what, like forty-five episodes left of Boy Meets like that. World, something like yeah, that, something like that. Yeah, which All means right, so, about fifty podcasts, probably. Yeah. So, Cody, what, what's going on with you? How's the America's Got Talent world going? Uh, it's going real well. We just uh, finished our season three rewatch. We're starting up season four. Uh, season 17 of AGT is actually starting up here in late May. Uh, so we're getting, we're getting ready for that. And we'll have uh, the summer of America's Got Talent um, geared up for that. So we're real, getting uh, real excited. If you want to check us out, we'd love for you to listen. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter at AGT Time Pod. Uh, I'm also on Twitter at Cody L. Patterson. So we're we're real excited with what's going on with America's Got Talent right now. Amazing. Sarah, what about you? What else do we have going on in these parts and elsewhere? Dawson's Creek, Boy Meets World. Later in the month, we're welcoming on Dr. Amanda for a movie, a 90s movie for some mm-hmm. bonus content. Um, so you can catch us at Shit90sPod on Twitter and Instagram shit90spod.com and then Jessica and I on post show recaps are covering the flight attendant and having lots of fun with that uh, and you can catch yes. me at Sarah Ferguson amazing um, we are on a quick hiatus for the month of May on community building over post show recaps so we'll catch you in June um, and then you can also hear me covering the, the Amazon Prime TV show uh, The Wilds that comes back tomorrow on friday the 6th so check out season two i'm going to be recording about that and we're binge recording we got like multiple podcasts today going on for that, so check out all of that and more over at post show recaps that's where you can find me and of course you can find me on twitter at the just sterling listen everything i do i always retweet and tweet and you know all the other nonsense that happens over there um thank you all for listening for joining us for our two 100th episode if you've listened to like any of our other podcasts before this one also thank you you've helped us get here to 200 episodes i can't believe it we actually just figured this out like two weeks ago that we were coming up on 200 so i'm happy that we even recognized that it was happening because there's a lot happening over here um but thank you all for listening thank you all for being supportive and kind we appreciate it have a good one everybody we will talk to you all next week when we cover the season five as a whole and we'll talk to you then have a good one everybody. Just Shit 90 shows taught me